So it all starts with negotiating with the seller. And I'm going to give you a few golden nuggets. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one -on -one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. How do you avoid becoming a discount agent? Topic number two, like how do you not fall into that trap? How do you not fall into taking a listing for 1% or 2% or whatever some of these people are doing, which is absolutely bonkers and crazy. So this is actually one of my favorite topics to, to chat about these days, because I, I feel like our industry is heavily dependent on the number of discount agents in the market. Yes. And what kind of standards we as agents set in, in our markets. And so these are important things to talk about because in my opinion, discount is the easiest way to get business. Right? I agree. It's, it's the it's, easiest. It's, it's not the best. <laughs> well, well, it's it's not the best. I think it's the easiest for the people that are maybe less experienced. Because I... <sighs> Here's my experience. When I charge more, I attract a better quality of a client that is willing to play the ball and defer to me as the professional. When I charge less, I have a ton of headaches. I feel like I'm a slave to the transaction and to the person. And I feel like I am being literally treated like dog shit. And I'm like on thin ice, pins and needles. However, coming in and say, okay, I'll do it for 3% while somebody else is pitching 6%. That is the easier path on the front end, but it creates a lot of heartache yeah. on the back end, right? If, if you do discounts today, you may get some income, but you're creating problems for the future you in three years, years from now that will will be stuck with those. Because well, it's part of your brand too. Oh, call right. him. he sold my house for three percent or call her you know yeah and uh, if you go and give a discount and if you happen to get a referral that referral will be also coming in with expectation of, of a discount. discount yep because that's probably how they are being referred go to this guy or girl they they give awesome discount they're going to give you half of their commission and that's that's the value that becomes value proposition and I, I see a lot of agents going that route. I, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with this business model. It works for some and actually quite fruitfully. Uh, but for others, I, I, I see that it destroys business over years. Like I know top agents that have done over 100 million in sales annually, but with their model, they're not really making money. I agree. So statistically they're they are top agents and they are being talked about but in terms of income there are agents that make more money with way less sales well it's, it's not about how much you make it's about how much you keep exactly and i think that's the biggest difference there um it's it's really you know okay let, let's get real here you do a hundred million and you're a discount broker nothing wrong with that if that's your boat Keep on chugging along. Our opinion does not matter. But at 100 million, let's say you're taking home 500 grand. 
you could literally do 20 million instead of a hundred charge a full commission, do a quarter of the work and make the same amount of money, if not more. Exactly right. That's the numbers. So you're, so, so the only person you're hurting is you and yourself when you discount, at least that's the way I look at it. Yeah. And the, the main thing is future you, right? Right. Because the present you is benefiting from this transaction. Yeah, arguably, but I kind of feel like you're still hurting yourself a little bit because it depends on what's your priority, right? Like if you have a family and kids like I do, and I'm taking, you know, 2% or 1%, let's say you just be extreme 1% on the listing. And it's, let's say $800,000 listing. I'm, I'm better off, you know, saying no to that because the time and the hours and the expectations, the open houses, the marketing, I'm going to be almost net negative, maybe net break even on this after I pay my brokerage fees and I quote unquote pay myself. Exactly. Right. And, and don't get me wrong. There are situations where it makes sense, right? To, to lower your commission in order to get a deal. If a $4 million listing falls in your, in your hands and someone is asking for a lower listing commission, or I've been in situations where they, the buyer and seller parties are already established. They know each other. They, they need someone to facilitate and take responsibility for the paperwork, right? Exactly. So I've been in situations where I would lower my commission, but I don't want this to become a staple of the company. And this, this, in my opinion, needs to be an exception, not a way to build business. Yeah. And I think there needs to be some kind of an expectations set around that. What do I like? I'll give you an example. Like the other day, somebody asked me to discount my, my fees. First of all, the conversation went, I'm sitting at the listing appointment and they go, what do you charge? I said, the standard 6%. They didn't budge. I didn't budge. I had, I knew I knew what was going to happen afterwards when I left. Yeah. Because I felt the tonality behind the question. And I'm not an idiot. I've done this quite a few times, just like you. I've been around the block and on this rodeo, right? Get the phone call two, three hours after I leave the appointment. My client's talking to me and said, you know, the other agent we you, we listed with before did it for 5%. I said, okay. And I just like zipped it. I'm just waiting for them to say what they're going to say. I know what they're asking, but I'm not going to walk into it. The first one to speak loses. I just acknowledge it. And I said, okay. And and then eventually he kind of, I guess he was a little bit thrown off because he anticipated me to jump the gun and offer a discount, which I did not. I used the old me would have done that, but the new me definitely doesn't because as you learn, like, you know, whatever. and he said, well, would you be able to match that? So I said, you know, respectfully, Mr. So-and-so, um, I would love that, but I can't. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, well, the last broker that you hired to do the job didn't do a good job, mispriced your property, didn't market it correctly, and didn't position it correctly. And unfortunately, they didn't have the hard conversations that I had to have with you this morning in order to position your property in the best light. So the moment I go live with your listing, it's at least costing me 3000 bucks. So I'm taking the risk of investing in your home to get it sold. And I'm not in the business of listing. I'm in the business of selling it. So I can, I'm happy to do the job and it would be an honor, but I would like to actually not make any sacrifices on what I'm going to do for you. 
He goes, okay, that's fair. But would you be able to work with us a little bit on, on, on the commission? I said, you know what? As long as you sign the listing agreement, as soon as we get off the phone, I'm happy to do it for a half a percent less, but I'm not willing to compromise on what I'm actually going to do for you. And I still want to get you the top dollar. However, that price improvement that we talked about, I want to make sure that I'm very crystal clear and I have your liberty to make those adjustments on the go that if we're not moving because we are a little bit listed a little bit higher, I want to make sure that I have the flexibility to move rather quickly and actually get your property sold so the deals on the mar- the days on the market don't kill this deal. And he goes, fair enough. Boom. Nice. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. Now, if I just, you know, if I just laid over and was like, okay, I'll do it, then that sets the precedent on how I'm actually going to negotiate subconsciously on their behalf at the same time, at least in my opinion, right? No, you're you're absolutely correct. And the reason I think you got that deal was because you mastered the dialogue. You you knew what to say. You knew what when is the right time to shut up because it's as important as knowing what to say. <laughs> Taking the longer pause, let them to negotiate with themselves, right? And and that's that. The answer is the question of how to avoid the trap of becoming the discount agent. You need to become a better agent with a better service with more knowledge with better dialogues and if you cannot negotiate with the seller how how can they expect you to negotiate with with other buyers agents so it all starts with negotiating with the seller and i'm going to give you a few golden nuggets that that i'm excited for you open book please fire i'm really big on experimenting and whenever we have an idea of a new script new dialogue I, i cannot wait to go in the field and try it out so here's one of my, my favorite ones that I've, I've been waiting for a really long time to try out and it works like magic. Uh, it either gets people to work with you and see how great of a negotiator you are, mm-hmm. or it gets them to hire a discount agent and you never see them or hear from them again, which is which I'm also okay with. Uh, Just expectations, right? Yeah, I, I, I track all of the listing appointments I go to and the ones that I didn't get, I keep an eye on. And almost every single one that asks for a discount, I see them switching agents and not selling uh, quickly. And, and to me, I see that like, like uh, I dodged a bullet. So here's the dialogue. Uh, as soon as they start asking about commissions, and it usually comes up in a way that uh, we interviewed this other agent and they are offering this, can you do th- your services for that? So that to me means that Either the services are really comparable and they don't see the difference. They just make decision based on price and you didn't make your marketing stand out. Or they're just trying to go with the lowest uh, commission regardless of the services. They, 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 they think all, all the agents are the same. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what the origin is, here's the line that I, I like to ask. Do you think they can do it for less? It throws them off guard every time okay i don't know if i follow that what so, point ask that question uh when they bring up a discount agent saying that well i have this guy who can do it for one percent okay excellent do you think they can do it for less well, hang on what what, what what do you mean do you think they would go lower than one percent uh we, we we haven't talked about it you want to call them right now and ask them Look, 
at the very least, I'm going to help you get a lower commission because it sounds to me like it's important for you to, to go with the agent with the lowest commission. Um, I think I can get him down to 2.75 for you. Look, uh, my, my commission is uh, 6%, 3 to the buyer's agent, 3 to the seller's agent. This is what I do on a daily basis. I negotiate and I think I can negotiate with your agent for, for a better deal for you. Most people don't want to call. I, 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 I love that approach. I mean, you can me off It's guard. awkward as fuck. I'm, I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> because at that point of time, the, the gears are moving. They, they don't know what to make out of it. This is very different than other interviews that they had. Uh, in most cases, they don't call, they text because it's easier. It's not as confrontational, which I love even more, right? So, so imagine the situation. They already had an uh, agent offering 1%. I asked them, uh, if you text them right now and say that uh, someone else is willing to do 0.75, are they willing to do 0.75? So right in front of me, they are texting that to the agent. The agent responds right away, yes, I can do it. I'll match it. The agent doesn't call back, doesn't try to fight for the commission, doesn't try to get more details or compare the services or whatnot. They just jump on the deal because it's a deal. It's a listing. That's right. It's a listing. And you should see the face of a person that receives a text message of, yes, I'm going to do it for 0.75. What just happened? And I'm telling them, see, this is what I do. I negotiate. Now, I understand that... That, that basically makes your case that much more appealing, at least in my eyes, right? Because you just showed them that you are worth what you are getting paid. And in, in one of the recent situations that I've done it, they said thank you, and they signed up with the listing agent at 0.75%. Commission. So after all that show was put put on, they still went with a discount agent. Um, actually, it wasn't so recent because it's been about a year. They switched a couple of agents by now, and they're still selling. Uh, and then, what's the cost of doing that? And I'm thinking I dodged the bullet there because I would they they priced it too high because once again, every penny counts. Yeah. And these are the kind of listings I'm happy not to get. On the other hand, when you present the same case and you show them that you're able to negotiate. And it's also about them understanding what kind of service they're going to be getting with their representation. It, it, it can be also with another simple question. Did, did you ask that agent for a discount or did they just offer it to you? Nine times out of 10, they will tell you, no, they just offered to me. They, the reason they're going to say that, because first of all, it's true. Most agents <laughs> throw out discounts without being asked for it. And second, they're going to say that because they're going to expect you to also just offer it. Right. And then it's all about them to get to think, oh, okay. So you didn't ask them for a discount and they give it to you. Huh. And you're going to have them negotiate on your behalf and represent your interests. Okay. Sorry. I'm just trying to, to wrap my head around it. They didn't even negotiate on their commission, they offered you a discount, and this is what they're doing with their money, what are they going to do with yours? And then you shut up. <laughs> and then you shut up. That's right. Then you did the mic drop. I mean, you, you're so right. You're, you're right on the money, right? Because all of a sudden, it makes it that much more palpable where you're putting it into their perspective and you're making it a reality for them. And it's Sometimes listening appointments are just about installing doubt. So there is this book I want to recommend, unless you already 
Reddit. Uh, full fee agent. Full fee agent. No, I have not. Yeah. Uh, it's Chris Voss and uh, Steve Scholl. Yeah. The authors of this book. If you haven't read it, get it today. Yeah. This book may change your life. <laughs> I love it. I literally just clicked order on my Amazon Audible thing. Nice. So uh, we'll... This is one of the best books I read about real estate. And this is the book that I wish I would have read years ago. Nice. Okay. And it pri primarily revolves around the topic of how to be a better agent and charge full commission and be a full fee agent and avoid trap getting into discounts. Yeah, which is huge, which is huge. I mean, the the discount agent, it's almost like the um, the default go-to when shit starts hitting bad and, and you're just desperate for a deal. There's nothing nothing that comes across more desperate than I'll do it for less. Just walk away, go get another deal. And I know it's like, maybe I'm coming from a place of, you know, abundance and because I know there's another deal, but also I know that I'm good enough to go get another deal. I'd rather generate 10 more opportunities and, and take one of them at a full commission and put the other nine in my pipeline for nurture and follow-up and cut my teeth and break my bones on a discount deal. That's just me. Now, some people may have a different thought process on it, but I think I'm valuable enough. You're valuable enough. The audience that listening, you guys all are fucking valuable enough to do that. Um, and it, let that brand come across. Let that confidence come across, right? Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one -on -one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below.